Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Jackie, good morning. Thanks for joining me. Good morning. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. So tell me a little bit about about first of all what motivated you to to create this alliance and to really try to educate people on these issues sure well like you i'm a huge animal lover <laughs> i have since the time i was very young um i'm an avid equestrian i've had dogs and cats my whole life um and i've just always been a believer in just how powerful that human animal bond is and so i started this organization and one of our foundational pillars is keeping people and animals together, just trying to preserve that bond. Um, so after moving to Florida a couple of years ago, um, this issue of natural disasters really kind of got my attention and, you know, thinking about how many pets get lost or displaced um, during these disasters. Um, it's terrible and it's preventable in a lot of cases. So now that we're in hurricane season again and with the wildfires in Maui and everything, it just feels like an important time to be talking about it. Yeah, so take me through it, you know, what we're seeing with all of these um, natural disasters. And, you know, here in our region of Philadelphia, we have forest fires raging, started on Mm -hmm. Sunday sometimes, whether it's fire, whether it's flooding. Take us through, for example, um, what people can do to to find out when we see a natural disaster, how many, I think post-pandemic, we still at the SPCA, for example, as I talk to my friends there, they have they have a ton of animals who need homes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and actually, so this is interesting too. Eighty three percent of Americans live in areas at risk of natural disaster, which is a massive percentage, and we don't all think about that. But it's not just hurricanes and wildfires; it's tornadoes, earthquakes, blizzards, like so many things. So I think it's something that we all need to be aware of if we if we have animals. Um, so some things that people should think about, I think number one, just having a pet emergency kit available so that if you have to evacuate quickly, you're not scrambling for items or, you know, you're clear about what you need. So that would include things like, you know, the basics, food and water, leashes, um, a crate if you have one. But things that people don't always think about are vaccination records for the pets. Um, that could be important if you wind up going to a shelter somewhere that houses people and animals. They may need that paperwork for you to come in. Um, medications that they have, any ID tags. Also, a great thing is to have a photo of yourself with your pet so that if, you know, you do get separated somehow, your odds of finding them are much better if you have that with you. 
Um, also a medical kit. And this is actually something you can buy on a site like Chewy. I looked it up myself because I was curious. <laughs> yeah, we had ones that you can just buy. So just having all of that stuff assembled and ready so that in the event of a quick evacuation, you're ready to go. I know for my dog, Buddy, because he's a rescue, he is microchipped. And so mm-hmm. that's always reassuring that if, if, if that's an option for people, then when we hear these stories, Jackie, where sometimes a long-lost pet is found thousands of miles away, and thanks to the microchip, sometimes they can reunite the, you know, the pet with the family. I remember, yeah. you know, I think it's great that you talk about this as far as a backup plan. My friend Colleen, during one of the last hurricanes that struck Florida, and she was, her mother-in-law had traveled, has three cats. So they were risking life and limb to get back to the mother-in-law's home because she had left the three cats and somebody was in and out house sitting. And so they mm-hmm. were all panicked, you know, risking their safety to go make sure that the kitty cats were okay, <laughs> which they were. But that's, okay. and, and to your point, I mean, it's important to have those plans in place because what if you're not home, you've had a, a dog sitter, a cat sitter, that sort of thing. If they're not spending the night, then you, you do have to have that backup plan. What if some kind of a disaster strikes? Who's going to go mm-hmm. check on your pet? And it's important. A lot of people don't think about it. Right. And it can happen quickly. I think that's the thing that a lot of people don't realize. Like you can be at work and all of a sudden something happens that you didn't account for. So, um, yeah, I think I always, you know, suggest people have a plan with a neighbor or a friend, family member, somebody close by that has access to your home. Um, They should know where your pet emergency kit is. They should know where your pets are in the home. Just somebody that can help you get there, get them out safely, and then also have a plan for how to get them to you um, after the fact, like a location or um, whatnot. So that's really important, too. You know, when you taught, you founded this 501c3, this nonprofit, the Human Animal Alliance, bringing people and animals together, and you're an equestrian, and you have gold medals, right? You, You competed, and you're a gold medalist as far as an equestrian. Correct. So take yep. me take me through that because I had actually done a story I don't know within the last year at parks um, where they t- they have racehorses and they actually place they have to vet families but they will place retired racehorses within a family let's say somebody especially um, who has an autistic child maybe they have a lot of land where they would not pay for the horse they would adopt the horse care for the horse. And continue to, you know, but but there's a, a therapy aspect to it. Are mm-hmm. you involved with that sort of thing, or is it more pets like dogs and cats? Oh no, I mean, many of the grants that we've done to date have involved equine therapy. Um, I think there's something so special about horses. I mean, all animals, of course, but there's something very um, intuitive about horses like they just can provide therapy in a way that I believe um, is on a whole different level so for example we just did a grant um, actually two grants in Texas um, animal therapy programs that use horses for victims of human trafficking and this one was big for us because this issue of human trafficking is just so prevalent right now Um, and actually another thing people don't know is that half of the victims are males so one of the grants that we did was for male victims um, to get them amazing access to equine therapy free to them um, so they can heal and, and take advantage of what the horses can do for them. So it was a great one for us. 
Well, that's a, that aspect is amazing. I have a nephew, Jamie, here in this area, turning 18 in September, who's um, who was born at maybe two pounds premature, and he's that miracle March of Dimes baby who's now you know a teenager. And I believe part of his, Jamie's advancement is through, like you're saying, the equine therapy. Just there's something about you know a horse or a dog, but especially horseback riding, that mm-hmm. there's this connection that they make, it's it's quite amazing. Yeah, there's science behind it, too, and it's something I don't know very much about but plan to research in the future. I'm just really understanding, like, physiologically, why is that? Um, but the energy field of a horse is so enormous and so amazing, and I think that's part of the reason why they affect us, you know, the way that they do. So they're amazing. That's oh, beautiful. Now, what take me through it as far as making that human alliance, either keeping people together or connecting them, What's your role with with your nonprofit in doing that? So um, fundraising, you know, we mm-hmm. we we raise money essentially to grant it to charity partners who are um, helping us with these initiatives. So we're constantly watching the news cycle, trying to figure out, okay, where we're advocating for the human animal bond, right? But it's like, where is that needed the most at any given time, given world events? So that's why we've zeroed in on these natural disasters, um, the human trafficking, things like that, because it's very relevant in the world right now. And so um, we have some amazing donors. We're a South Florida-based organization. I live in Wellington, which is a big equestrian community, and people here have been wonderful um, supporting. And so, yeah, we're just we're raising funds to put these grants out, and we vet our charity partners extensively. Mm-hmm. Um, for every grant that goes out, we probably interview about 100 uh, charities. So we're, we're very diligent about that. And so, you know, would you recommend, as, as you are an expert in this, do you recommend for people, even with the mental health crisis going on, I would imagine mm-hmm. that's one more layer, one more reason that p- with parents, with kids who are suffering with that post-pandemic or mm-hmm. adults to think about adopting a pet. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm a big proponent of rescue and, you know, having pets and all that. But I would also say people need to really think through, can they take on that responsibility? I think a lot of times they don't realize how much really goes into it, not just time-wise, but financially. Um, so I would say be prepared and really make sure that you're committed because we don't want to perpetuate a cycle, right, where mm-hmm. animals are adopted and, and then they're winding back in the shelter again. So um, you know, thinking that through is important. You know, I should point out, Jackie, that uh, Jackie is, this is not your full-time job. You actually have, this is your, this is what you do in your free time, which I can't imagine. You're very busy, but <laughs> you have Ducci and Associates, right? And you have this huge, well, can you tell us about what you're doing when you're not saving animals and, and uniting animals and people? Well, actually, so this, it is my full-time job now. Um, okay. Yeah, I had the recruiting firm up until recently, and then I just decided um, it wasn't fulfilling to me on the level that this work is. So, so yeah, I'm I'm full time now, helping people and animals, and and thrilled to be doing it. Oh, so. that's amazing! That's wonderful. You know, to, thank you. To, that is amazing. You know, what do you say to people who are? Because um, I know some people are like, oh, I don't want to get a dog. I don't want to get a cat. And then, what if I go on vacation? What What would you say to that? that person who didn't grow up with animals like we did. And I, I'm like you, I grew up around horses. And my joke about my dad is that we had to rescue everything. We actually had a rescue llama. We had a rescue. I know we had this rescue goat 
that they were going to put down because the goat had these little horns. And so my Mm -hmm. dad figured out he took a green garden hose and snipped and custom fit the little garden hose pieces over the little goat's little horns because it would butt people. And so we named him Gumby, and then he found a home for Gumby. So this is my dad. This is how I was raised. I love that. (laughs) But for people who aren't raised with animals, some people are afraid of a dog. And yet, for example, here in Philadelphia, with in many places, you know, crime on the rise, loneliness on the rise for so many reasons. There are are so many benefits to having a dog or a cat. So yeah. what do you say to what do you say to somebody who is thinking about becoming, you know, adopting a pet? Mm. That's a great question because I do think there are probably some people that shouldn't have animals, but I think it's a very small percentage. And I think most that aren't drawn to it probably, like you said, have just never had that opportunity to know what it really is and how special it is. So I would say maybe for someone like that, um, finding ways to spend time with animals before actually committing, like maybe it's volunteering at a shelter, maybe it's spending time with a family member's animal, um, anything, just to kind of get in their presence and see if it speaks to them. Um, You know, I I feel sorry for people that that aren't really pulled because I think a lot of times they just don't, they haven't had the exposure and, and they're missing out. I love it. Well, I hope you come back. Jackie Ducci, thank you so much for being here. And uh, I have certainly think we're kindred spirits in our Aww. love of <laughs> animals and dogs and cats and horses. So thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 